This is a Federal News Network podcast. An often overlooked element in delivering excellent service to the public is having employees who themselves are taken care of by internal services like human resources, IT, and contracting. The Partnership for Public Service took a close-up look at three agencies delivering good service and how what goes on inside really matters. For more, we turn to the Partnership's Executive Vice President, Maroy Park. Ms. Park, good to have you on. Thank you. Happy to do this. You did a series of interviews with people that are on the inside of agencies that are trying to deliver good services. First of all, what three agencies did you look at? We talked to the Federal uh, Aviation Administration, the General Services Administration, and NASA, along with a number of other organizations uh, to make sure we were getting a full view of some, some of the best practices in this area. Sure. And what types of people did you talk to to get that sense of what needs to happen inside? We talked to customer experience experts in those organizations, as well as a lot of the leaders, uh, because it's important to understand from a leadership perspective what's working and what's not working well. Sure. So in with respect to being able to be good to your customers or constituencies, whatever the case might be, what is required on the inside? What did you discover here? Well, when we looked at these organizations and, and through our, the variety of conversations, we found a handful of steps that organizations can take where they can really step up the experience that their employees are having with these support services. For example, one of the things we found was that if you can create a customer-focused mindset among the service providers, it really can make a difference. Service providers in the government, it's, under, it's unusual for them to think of other employees as customers. And if you can really change the way that they think about it, it tends to uh, enable them to seek feedback and find ways to make improvements. So the people you spoke with in these high-performing agencies, GSA, FAA, NASA, then were satisfied with the types of support they got from these various functions inside. That's right. They they often started in a place where they wanted to make improvements. So uh, they weren't always the, the at the highest level of service provision. But what they did was they took steps to make improvements. Um, as an example, FAA really looked at the customer satisfaction information that they had about their organization. And they found that although they had very highly centralized services, some of their customers were not getting what they needed. They had inconsistent quality and low satisfaction with those services. So they took steps to really understand what was happening among their customers, and over time were able to move the bar in terms of their customer satisfaction survey results. So in speaking, in using the term customers here, you mean people inside FAA that were the customers of these centralized services? That's correct. A lot of times when we think about customer service, we think about people outside of our organizations. But just as important is to make sure that we're thinking about our internal customers. And as we all know, uh, the mission support providers are the ones who kind of make the trains run. And the more you can make sure that, that they understand what the needs are within the organization, the better performance you have overall for your mission services that you provide. Sure, happy people are going to be better for the customers than miserable ones, basically. Absolutely. Now, often in, let's say, in the area of procurement, a program person who's responsible for the people that are delivering service may want something that, for whatever reason, is not feasible or the agency can't really afford it, or it's they're asking for something that might not be legally doable under the procurement system, for example. What happens when the insider providers have to say no? Having been in these kinds of positions myself, it's very difficult when you have to say no to a request that comes your way. 
what you can do though is over time if you think of those employees as your customers, you build trust over multiple months and years. And most of the time you're able to deliver on the requirements that are sent your way. But those occasions when you have to say no, it makes it a lot easier if you've built relationships with those customers over multiple years. We're speaking with Maroy Park. She is Executive Vice President of the Partnership for Public Service. Talk more about building those relationships. In my days of management long ago, I found that one of the best ways to get a project I I cared about done was not just to convince my bosses, but to, say, get to be friends with the controller and the financial people. Because if they liked you and you knew them and you knew everyone was a colleague, they could help you figure out how to get the thing done financially which, you know, that's the basis of everything. So how do you build those relationships? Yeah, that is absolutely true. Going back to that concept of trust, uh, it's all about that personal relationship and the sense that we're all in it together. Everyone is on the same team, and you're all working for the same organization on behalf of the mission of that organization. So if you can build those relationships and really over time better understand each other's requirements. One of the great things about uh, this report is it highlights NASA, for example, as an organization that found a way to build these strategic alliances between the support providers and the mission elements. And if you can integrate those activities and really increase the level of understanding of what each other's needs are, it, it seems apparent that you can really make a difference in terms of the overall performance. A good example is if you have an element that's trying to increase its scope or has a complex mission to accomplish and needs more people and more resources, it seems obvious that you want a strong partnership with those providers, the the chief financial officer, the chief information officer, for example. Now, GSA has many, many services that it provides to the government itself. It doesn't really deal a whole lot with the public, although it sells surplus materials and so forth. But basically, it's a government-focused type of agency. Tell us more about what happened in there, because they get pretty high marks relative to what they might have gotten 10 or 15 years ago. That's right. GSA took some steps, uh, and you're correct, they provide a range of services also at the state and local level. And in 2015, they established a chief customer officer. This was one of the first steps they took to really emphasize that they recognize that they have internal customers that they needed to take care of. One of the things they found is that those services that they provided were not always very integrated. So even though each particular service was well done in and of itself, the particular providers were not necessarily talking to each other and sharing information. And once they found ways to bring those providers together to better integrate them, they had, uh, over time, higher customer satisfaction scores. And often, especially in recent years, agencies have been urged to use shared services for HR and finance and so on. When the shared service provider is not the agency itself, it could even be a commercial outfit or it could be another agency, one of the one of the big financial services providers, for example, that Interior and Agriculture have. Can this kind of relationship be built when it's not literally internal to you? It is very common for organizations to be moving to that shared services model. It's more efficient uh, and can be more effective as well, but you're correct that it can also cause some challenges from the customer standpoint. That's why it's even more important that organizations pay attention to this issue when they centralize. I would go back to the NASA example I mentioned earlier, where they made a decision to centralize their services for HR in 2014, and they already had very high customer service 
uh, reports from their HR services, and they did not want those to go away. They didn't want those to, to decline. So they took extra care as they centralized to make sure they had some senior HR advisors that maintained these strategic partnerships with the mission side. And despite the challenges of centralization, they, were, they overcame what has typically been the case that you have when you centralize services, and they still have the second highest out of 24 agencies when it comes to customer satisfaction with HR. So it is possible. You just have to plan and do it smartly. It sounds like if the choice is giving foosball tables and pizza parties or consistently good service and support throughout the year, the long-term winner is going to be the support and not the foosball table. I'm a big fan of foosball, but I would have to agree with you. Maroy Park is Executive Vice President of the Partnership for Public Service. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Find a link to the study and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.